It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's July 1st, and this is a special Sunday edition of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. I want to thank you so much for making us a part of your day, and we are not quite 12 hours away from Paul George telling the entire city of Oklahoma City that he's here to stay and that he's going to play with the Oklahoma City Thunder for the next four years and that Jeremy Grant has agreed to play with the Oklahoma City Thunder for the next three years. So what does this all mean for the Thunder? What does it mean for you, the fans? And what else is out there that the Thunder need to do? What else could happen in free agency? What is the overall big picture now concerning the Oklahoma City Thunder when it comes to future free agents? Well, we're going to discuss all that here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. If you don't know who I am, and I I introduce myself every single podcast, and maybe you're a Laker fan, and this is the first time that you're listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast, or maybe you're a Cleveland Cavaliers fan. I don't know. I just picked those two teams out because those were some destinations that people thought Paul George might end up over the last couple of years. Uh, My name is Eric G., I did radio in Oklahoma City for a while. I've covered the Thunder for five years. I also contribute on a very rare basis to another publication called Thunder Digest, and they deserve a lot of credit, a lot of credit for the news that was being disseminated yesterday. In fact, they were the first ones to put out, Thunder Digest was Chuck Cheney, the fearless leader over there, was the first one to ever really go public with the whole Thunder Party. And what was going on. And it was an annual party that the Thunder throw. But Russell Westbrook and Paul George showed up. And it turned into an announcement party for Paul George. But uh, the guys at Thunder Digest did an absolutely killer job yesterday of keeping everybody informed. And unfortunately, I wasn't invited to that shindig. But hey, it doesn't mean that I can't talk about the Oklahoma City Thunder and give you my thoughts on it. And as I said, I've covered this team now for five years. I'm a credentialed member of the media, so I do think that I have some insight to offer as to what is going on here in Oklahoma City. So let's jump right into it. Segment number one, Paul George signs a four-year deal with the Oklahoma City Thunder, accepting a max offer. It's a four-and-one, so you've got four years and a player option which is probably the biggest shock in this entire thing because if you sign a 2-1 and and you're Paul George, after two years, you're available for a Supermax and you could have been much richer than what you are now just with your NBA contract. You also could have signed a 1-1 and and waited and see what the Los Angeles Lakers were going to do if, in fact, you really had a desire to go play with the LA Lakers. So, and and I know you know all this because this has been discussed ad nauseum over the last few hours. So let's talk about maybe the things that not everybody else is talking about concerning Oklahoma City and Paul George. And the first one is, is with the signing of Jeremy Grant and with the signing of Paul George, 
Does it mean the Oklahoma City Thunder have won free agency? A lot of people are going to tell you yes, but the answer is, at best, it's to be determined. It's TBD. And I'm going to say no, that they haven't won free agency yet because this wasn't just about winning the free agency. This wasn't about just getting Paul George here for an extended period of time and having everybody feel good about the organization for a 24-hour time frame. This is about putting a team on the court that can go head-to-head with the Golden State Warriors. And while I certainly do feel and have felt that if you got all these guys back together for at least another year to work out their on-the-court issues, because that's where the issues stem from last year was on the court, it certainly wasn't off the court, then you had a really good shot in a seven-game series of being able to beat Golden State and at worst challenge them and possibly push them to seven games. With the luxury tax that Clay Bennett is going to play by bringing back Paul George and for now bringing back Carmelo Anthony, and we'll talk about the options with him in a second, this is a lot of money to spend. And Sam Presti was quite frank that if you brought Paul George back, the Oklahoma City Thunder would be willing to spend money. But you do all this because you want to, at worst, compete for a championship. And for the Thunder, this isn't just about getting past the first round of the playoffs. This isn't just about making it even to the Western Conference Finals. This is about getting to the NBA Finals with a chance to hang a banner at the end of the season. And unless you are able to do that in the next three years with Paul George while he's here with Oklahoma City, or the next four years with Paul George and some sort of combination of him, Russell Westbrook, Steven Adams, and Jeremy Grant, then all the high fives, all the pats on the backs, all the the drinking that we did last night is all for naught. Because you spent a lot of money to not reach your ultimate goal. And as great as it is to put a competitive team on the floor, and no, we as fans are not entitled to a championship, as an owner... When you spend that kind of cash, you need tangible results and tangible big-time results. So having a competitive team is great, but this is about winning championships. So the only way the Thunder truly win this free agency, as good as it is, is if they end up in the NBA Finals within the next three years and within the next four years, not only do you end up in the NBA Finals, but you ultimately win a championship. TBD, that's the best answer that can be given if the Thunder win, if the Thunder did in fact win free agency. The other thing, and let's talk about this signing and when it comes to Carmelo Anthony. We're going to know the future of Carmelo Anthony shortly. We may know it as soon as today, but I'm thinking it's going to happen here in the next couple of, in the next couple of days. But Paul George agrees to come back. Sam Presti, Paul George and their representatives have been talking now for quite some time. Well, really, ever since the Thunder traded for Paul George last year. So the future of Carmelo Anthony is decided. What we don't know at this point is, is Carmelo Anthony staying? Is he going to be bought out and his contract stretched? Or is there going to be one lump sum that the Thunder pay him to eventually go away? Carmelo Anthony's future is decided because... I don't think Paul George agrees to come back and take a max contract offer without have giving his opinion and saying, I will come back, but it has to be under these circumstances. Because that's 
when you've got your choice to go any place you want, you're going to want as much control as you can possibly get. So, you're Paul George. That's happened. Carmelo Anthony's future's been decided. If you're asking me what I think is going to happen with Carmelo Anthony, I think he's staying in Oklahoma City for at least one more year to give this a go and see if he can't accept that role as being the third option for the Oklahoma City Thunder and them go make a legitimate run at trying to get to an NBA championship. Another thing we have to do, and a lot of this, what I wanted to do in segment number one, is dismell a few myths. And another myth that we have to dispel right now, and and I don't know how anybody could argue about this, is that the Thunder are cheap. And this all goes back to the Thunder's decision to trade James Harden and things that were not said here in Oklahoma City, but things that were said by Bill Simmons and that eventually people glommed onto in Oklahoma City. The Thunder aren't cheap. They never were cheap. When it comes down to the James Harden thing, and this is eventually, this this scab is going to get picked at from now until the Thunder win a championship, and even then it may still get picked at. There was a lot of uncertainty about James Harden's commitment to basketball, James Harden's commitment to the Thunder. And they were forced into a situation where they had to make a decision. And even though it was $4 million that separated Oklahoma City from getting James Harden, that's just not where Clay Bennett was at that time. He wasn't willing to pay that kind of money. So he made what he thought was the best move for him. And what you can't argue is that the Thunder didn't still flourish without James Harden. Did they suffer? Yeah, maybe some. I think the the immediate year following when Russ got hurt is where you saw Harden's loss or really felt James Harden's loss. But ultimately, you're still a relatively new organization. You just had a shot at winning the NBA title, or at least you were in the NBA finals. And to some extent, that was probably unexpected. So you were still operating maybe with a very different mindset than what you are right now. And the Thunder could have just seemingly what Clay Bennett could have done is just changed his mindset and just said, look, I'll spend whatever it takes. Get me a ring. How long can the Thunder do this? I'm pretty sure it's a year, maybe two before Oklahoma City starts looking at what this bill is costing them and are the results worth what they are shelling out. So you've got to throw that you've you've got to throw that in. The other thing that this tells me, this Paul George signing, is that Paul George, and this is probably the biggest shocker of all, Paul George didn't even give the Lakers a meeting. I mean, think about this. We were talking on Thursday in our podcast, LAL Confidential, and I just love that name. We were talking in our podcast about how the Lakers had this whole big pitch that had gotten leaked to Sports Illustrated. They were going to have a voiceover guy that sounded less Morgan Freeman, less Denzel Washington, more Jamie Foxx. They were going to sell him LA. They were going to sell him the dream of him being a Laker. And he didn't even give them a meeting, which tells me that Paul George did talk to LeBron James and probably Kawhi Leonard and had very long talks with his agent about is the Kawhi Leonard deal going to get done? Is LeBron really coming to L.A.? And if Paul felt like there were going to be hangups, and as I said earlier, I said this on Friday, the Lakers sit out of menu, column A, column B. Well, all they could really offer him probably 
was column B, which is, hey, you'll come in and you'll be with a bunch of young guys, but we can't guarantee you that LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard are going to be with here. So why not stay with the no? And go ahead and sign a long-term deal and give you a chance to, to make things work with Russell Westbrook for an extended period of time. That's the no. And there's nothing wrong with taking risks, but there certainly isn't anything wrong with going with the known. And that's what we saw Paul George do with him signing this contract was say, all right, you guys can't offer me what I'm looking for now. I have it in Oklahoma City. So I'm going to go ahead and take advantage of it at this point. And you can't blame him for, for doing that at all. And certainly most of the people listening to this, you probably are an Oklahoma City Thunder fan. You're not blaming him. You want to give him a big hug. And going back to the Carmelo Anthony deal, the reason I think Carmelo Anthony's staying, and I should have said this then, is the fact that Paul George signed a four and one, took the max deal, probably helped the Thunder out on a little, probably helped the Thunder out with a little bit of money right now, and say, yeah, I'm willing to do this, but Carmelo Anthony has to stay, and then you guys can get rid of him next year if it doesn't work. I, the Lakers right now, we're going to talk about them coming up in segment number two. And I'm going to tell you why we shouldn't sleep on the Lakers as a fan of an organization that operates in the Western Conference. It looks bleak for them now, but why ultimately it may not stay bleak for the Los Angeles Lakers. And we'll talk about LeBron James' destination as we get into a little bit more NBA free agency here on a special edition of the Locked On Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Network, your team every day. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yeah, at some point, I'm going to call one of my podcasts the ramblings of a madman. <laughs> That's just, there are times you, you do a show by yourself after having worked with partners for so long. You just kind of hear yourself talking. You do have this thing. Am I making any sense? Is all this coming out? Anyway, I'm Eric G. I want to thank you uh, so much for joining us here on this Sunday, the special edition of the uh, Locked On Thunder podcast. And thank you for making us a part of your weekend. Paul George agrees to a four-year deal with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, wow. I did. Yeah, I, I'm. look, I'm not in shock that Paul George signed. I am in shock at the deal that he signed. Jeremy Grant also signs with Oklahoma City. So your two biggest questions that the Thunder had going into offseason were wrapped up and done at the stroke of midnight Eastern <laughs> today. I, I didn't see this coming. I, I thought the Paul George situation at just listening to his exit interview was going was gonna to drag out. That Paul George was going to go through the whole recruiting process and he was not only going to visit with the Lakers but he was going to give the Rockets and the Celtics and all these other teams ample time to woo him and he didn't do that the dude was happy he had his mind made up he knew what he wanted to do and he just went ahead and did it and with that the Thunder also signed Jeremy Grant so that's two big things that you don't have to worry about coming back next year we still obviously have to worry about Carmelo Anthony and one thing I didn't mention in the first segment 
we also still have to worry about Raymond Felton. And if the Thunder are bringing him back from a leadership issue, which they should because you can get Raymond Felton for the veteran minimum, and, and he was very good for the team last year. In fact, he performed way beyond anybody's expectations on the court and off the court. He is invaluable to this team. Both he and Jeremy Grant proved to be invaluable, and the Thunder's bench has got to drastically improve. There's also, at least right now, as of this recording, the Josh Hustis question is still out there and needs to be answered. But the Thunder are a hell of a lot closer to being whole than they are a team full of holes. Which, for us as fans, that's all we really care about is that what is going to be on the court next year and there's just too much talent for this team and as it is constituted now, for them not to get better from where they were last year. Because you've now got a year to figure out. You know what the problems are. You know how to correct them. And some of this falls on Russell Westbrook's shoulder. You know what? I I know I I teased something else, but let's go ahead and, and get into this real quick. Because Colin Cowherd tweeted out that he still believes that Russell Westbrook is going to be difficult to play with. And he may very well be right. And that's another thing Paul George has to figure out here in the next few years is just how well he and Russell Westbrook do play together. For one year, it worked. It worked at least off the court. But now Russell has got to concede sometimes late in games in order to make a guy like Paul George happy. It's another thing. I don't think Paul George comes back if he's constantly worried about Russ taking that last shot when he's got an open look at a three, if that's what if that's what the Thunder need at the moment, I believe we will see Russell Westbrook concede to him and a lot sooner in the season than maybe what we would have in, in years past because Russ understands what it means to have guys here. And look, Russ gave up a family vacation in Hawaii to come back and re-sign Paul George, make sure that he felt welcome. I also want to point out that Russell was wearing a New York Yankees cap. Not a Los Angeles Dodgers cap, so we here at the Locked on Thunder podcast very much approve of Russell Westbrook's hat choice last night. That was about the best hat you could have made. Why? Because the Yankees always sign big-time free agents. So maybe you have to have kind of a, a Yankee mentality if you're Russell Westbrook. But all this, I, I believe a lot of these questions were ironed out throughout the season and really over the last few weeks that any issues that Paul George had was not only answered by Russell Westbrook, but answered by Sam Presti, and that's why you saw him go ahead and agree. So what does this ultimately mean for the rest of the league? Well, LeBron James is still out there. He's supposedly talking to Cleveland, and at the beginning, or as ESPN was doing the countdown to free agency starting last night, it was believed that LeBron James was going to the Los Angeles Lakers. Like, it was just a done deal. All signs point to him doing it. Well, then Paul George signed, and then everybody backed off You could still see LeBron end up with the Lakers. LeBron and Paul George may not have been near as tied to each other as we thought they were. I guarantee they talked. And whatever LeBron said or whatever information Paul George's agent had about the Lakers, it didn't jive with him the way that most of us, myself included, thought it it might. It, it It didn't seem to sync up. So LeBron could still end up there. Boogie Cousins could still end up with the Los Angeles Lakers. And I think we would be doing ourselves a disservice as fans of a Western Conference team to just sleep on the Los Angeles Lakers right now. 
Because, yes, go back to when Kevin Durant signed with the Golden State Warriors. And that was right after Sam Presti had gotten rid of Serge Ibaka and made the move for Victor Oladipo. And you were sort of, you were stuck with this team that was all Russ all the time. The Thunder looked like they had gotten caught with their pants down, much as like the Lakers are looking like now. You fast forward a year, Sam Presti's making a move for Carmelo Anthony. He's making a move for Paul George. Two years, he's signing Paul George long-term. He's getting Jeremy Grant back. And Magic gave himself two years. And I have to think that Rob Palenka, Magic Johnson, and look, I'm not the biggest Magic Johnson fan. I, I still, if you're Jeannie Buss, and I think she's a very smart woman, I would not have made Magic Johnson my guy. I, I, that's not the direction I would have gone because I don't think he's ever, he's unproven as a GM. And I know he's magic, but is magic the same to these guys as, you know, magic would have been 20 years ago? And the answer to that is no. I still have to think that everybody involved in that organization was smart enough to have laid out somewhere between 20 to 30 plans of, okay, this is how we can always make the team better. This is what we can do. And if we're going to be about free agents, this is who we can go out and sign. Trevor Ariza, um, one year, $15 million with the Phoenix Suns. I guess it looked good. I guess the Rockets were not going to bring him back, or if they were, the money wasn't to his liking. Don't like seeing that. That's another thing we got to worry about with LeBron. And, and, and I'm sort of doing this all kind of stream of conscience today. As much as I wanted to think about this, sometimes things come up in stream of conscience, but what if LeBron goes to the Rockets? Because that's still a possibility out there. You've got Trevor Rees off the books. You've now got more money to bring in LeBron James. Where do the Thunder fit? Again, I say the Thunder at worst, third in the Western Conference, but and, and maybe right now second. But you bring LeBron James into the fold, not only is that a formidable team, but that's a team that could easily knock off Golden State next year. Well, I say easily, but I think they could do it in six or seven games. I mean, remember, without LeBron James, the Rockets did push GSW to seven games. So while it all seems good now, there's still so much left to be decided in free agency. I'm trying to tap the brakes, take a deep breath, and remember that so much is still yet to be decided that we could see the Oklahoma City Thunder not only, one, be one of the best teams in the NBA, but two, um, there's still some things out there that could shock us. And... All this has to be going through Sam's head, through Clay Bennett's head. Yes, Sam Presti looks like the man now, but what does he look like here in the next few days when LeBron James ultimately makes his decision, Boogie Cousins makes his decision, and just how much will the Western Conference be reshaped and where do the Thunder fit in that? Wow, we still got a lot to talk about. So this is going to be a fun week on the Locked on Thunder podcast. You're listening to a special Sunday edition of the Locked on Thunder podcast. We will wrap things up in the next segment talking about what the overall big picture is for Oklahoma City Thunder in the future, both near and far, when it comes to big-time free agents. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. 
You're listening to the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Also, local experts on the biggest stories. And man, I'm sorry, but I got to apologize. I don't feel like a local expert today not being invited to that party. But I do want to thank our good friends at Thunder Digest for keeping us informed. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. I wish I had. I I wish I had an invitation to that party. Didn't happen, but we're still talking Thunder. We're still having fun today. Okay, so the Thunder finally signed a big-time free agent. But let's look at the circumstances that they signed him under. One, they had to trade for him to begin with. A situation that Paul George couldn't control. It was just a situation where the Indiana Pacers said, okay, this is the best deal. We like this deal the best. Maybe it wasn't necessarily the best deal, but it was the deal they liked the best to say, all right, we'll trade Paul George. He's got a year expiring on his contract. He's already let us know that he's not coming back. His agents put it out there that he's going to the Lakers. We'll take Victor Oladipo and Demonis Sabonis, two young players that we might be able to build around, and we'll give you Paul George. Have at it for a year. Okay, so you've had Paul George for a year. You've had Carmelo Anthony for a year. And Melo, well, I I think you were stuck with Melo, good or bad, because... $28 million sitting on your contract, there's no way that he's not going to exercise that. But you had to get Paul George into the system. You had to recruit him for a year. And what Paul George found out was the same thing guys like Steven Adams had found out, Russell Westbrook, Ennis Canner. I think Ennis Canner still today regrets not being a member of the Oklahoma City Thunder. And it's, again, something he couldn't control. He was traded to the New York Knicks in order to bring Carmelo Anthony here. I still think Ennis Kanter wants in his heart to be a member of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Maybe that's something that happens in the future. But you had to get Paul George here a year and show him what the organization does for its players, how they treat them, how they protect them, what you are required to do out in the community, what you're not required to do in the way of talking to the media. And I think a lot of players enjoy that atmosphere. Like, I don't, as far as I know, the Thunder will not allow players to take extra money from media outlets and do like weekly interviews that are sponsored where they're getting money. They don't do that. You get you get access to the players when just about everybody else gets access to the players. And there, I have been told by people in the Thunder organization is that when you want to talk to a Thunder player one-on-one, there are even big-time, big-time outlets that still get turned down from talking to players. So there's that, we're not going to require you to do some of the things that that other organizations would require you to do. We're going to keep you focused on basketball. And for a guy like Paul George, that appealed to him. And he had a year to be in the city and figure out what the city's about. He had a year to be in the organization and figure out what it's about what it's about, and he said, yeah. And because of that, and because he chose to resign, unlike Kevin Durant, you may now see more guys who look in this team, see the success, especially when Carmelo Anthony's gone and, and the money's there, say, hey, I want to sign, I want to be a part of that, because not only are they good, but I like how they treat their players. It'll also do a lot, ancillary, it'll do a lot for the Russell Westbrook talk, Because as more people other than Paul George sign, then the Russell Westbrook narrative just goes away on his own as long as Russell becomes that team player that we we all at least believe that he can be. So, So that's what we have to look out for. 
Um, I am not going to... I'm not going to sit here and tell you that the Thunder are now going to have just an influx of big-name free agents signed with them. They may very well be, but I also believe that that you've got teams like Houston, like the Lakers, like Golden State and Boston who are still going to be very attractive to free agents. And eventually, when they get their act together, if they get their act together, the Nets and the Knicks can present a major problem for teams in small markets. But the Thunder right now sort of have that San Antonio thing going where, hey, you're going to win basketball games. You're only going to have to worry about basketball. So let's go ahead and give and give it a try. I think it's all working out now. But I also think that maybe the modus operandi for the Thunders, you may just continue to have to trade for these guys, get them in here a year, and let them see what it's about because they may still find other places extremely attractive that wraps up today's special edition of the locked on thunder podcast hope you enjoyed it we'll be back on monday talking about all this and more and until monday comes around everybody love everybody and peace love and thunder up you are locked on thunder your daily oklahoma city thunder podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day hey prime members You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.